Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Hi there. Welcome back. This is Ranveer Poir. Thank you so much for being here with me, checking out my latest YouTube video. I know you have many other places you could be at the moment, so I'm very grateful that you're here with me trying to learn different tools and techniques to help you learn to like yourself and, of course, learn to like your family. I know you love them already. That's a given. But there's something a little extra special about learning to like people that you spend a whole lot of time with. Anyway, I wanted to dive into this week's topic, and it's about why there isn't always a silver lining. But before I do so, I hope you will take a moment, if you don't mind, right now and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future videos that I put out. Try to share relevant content uh, that is practical powerful and profound that makes sense to you, that you could apply in your life today, tomorrow, and continuously down there. If I could learn how to talk, that'd be really good. If you don't know me, it's your first time checking out my videos. I am a TEDx speaker. I have uh, a podcast. I'm an author. And uh, I'm a life strategies coach. And I've been doing this work since 2009. But my most important role and my favorite role is that I'm a mom to two incredible boys that I raise on the west coast of Canada with my husband. Let's dive in to this topic. You know, right now there's a lot of sort of jargon, sorry, I just jumped there as I was moving back, a lot of that sort of self-help speak, I'll call it about, oh, you know, it's okay. Uh, There's always a silver lining to everything and it's oh we're all going through the same thing and uh, we might be having a collective experience but I tell you our vehicles for this experience are very unique and everybody has a different go at it and so we need to sort of find ways to restrain ourselves from just going to the typical answer is there's always a silver lining because sometimes in life there are experiences that don't have one Take a moment right now and, and jot them the down, jot them down in the comments below. Things you know of that you've either witnessed or experienced yourself that do not have a silver lining. Um, I did this exercise with uh, my group coaching class this week for my aligned uh, book, and uh, we came up with a few. I don't want to take. Um, away your creativity and finding those and having an expression of yourself to be able to share those. So you, you go do that exercise and share them below. But I want to dive into the topic in the sense that when somebody is suffering and whether it be you're talking to yourself or you're talking to somebody that's suffering, it, the, if you say to them and you, your immediate response or really early response to them is, oh, don't worry, there's a silver lining, everything happens for a reason, blah, blah, blah. When you go to that as your first step or your go-to response when people are struggling, uh, we often will say that because we're uncomfortable. We don't know how to help them. We don't know what to say to them because we feel like if we say to them, 
this is really bad. Uh, this is terrible. If we we feel like if we say that to them, that we're almost responsible for the bad thing that's happening to them. When really, if you just say, like, yes, this is terrible, it's a it's reality. It's okay to say yes, this is terrible. It's okay to feel terrible when you're going through something bad, because you need to hear out your feelings. This experience that feels like it has no silver lining is designed for your growth in one way or another. Your spirit has picked it. If you don't believe in that there's something bigger than you, then I'll find another way to explain it for you. But for now, let's just look at it like there, there's, there's reasons for it, but it doesn't mean that there's silver lining reasons. And so the moment that you try to erase what's happening and try to look for the silver lining, you're actually erasing the lesson that you could potentially learn from the horrific experience. And maybe it's not a lesson, maybe it's just a, a growth of uh, resilience or maybe it's a growth of compassion. Maybe you develop uh, you know, different abilities uh, through having this very, very difficult experience. And, yeah, you could argue those are silver linings, but I, I would say that they're growth. They're, they're, they're not rewards uh, necessarily. Um, uh, and, and, and there's things, like I said, in life that, that just don't feel like they have a silver lining, especially when children are suffering, for example, or you lose somebody you love. Um, it's, it's very, very hard to ignore that that's a big pain or loss in your life. So let yourself feel the actual feelings that go with that experience. And like I said, if you're the person that's supporting the other person, um, try to just be quiet and say, how do you feel? What can, you know, tell me about it. How does it feel in your body? How does it feel in your heart? What are you thinking in your head? And the more you can practice this, that when your children have these experiences, you're able to actually um, guide them through it. Because it is actual BS if we try to teach our children that everything is fine and dandy all the time. You're setting them up for difficulty by doing so. If you allow them to face these hard times uh, with authentic emotion, you're helping them develop resilience because they'll know that if they allow themselves to feel that feeling, it too shall pass. But the more we try to, like I said, ignore the difficult experience, we ignore the lesson and it gets stored in, in the cells and it, it gets stored in our subconscious. So it'll come back to you in another form or it limits you in your future life in one way or another. But if you have something that you're going through, you feel it, you express it, you release it, to move on. You don't have to carry that crap ton of stress with you for the rest of your life. So let's stop always looking for the silver lining. So some people will take this to mean that they can go off and just sit with their bad, or not bad, but their, their those heavy feelings forever and ever. And that's not what it means. It means give yourself time to uh, process it, but not to drag out the pain. If 
if it's a situation where you can, uh, you know, set some sort of timer to like, I'm going to feel bad for this little bit of time and I'm going to like, let myself really feel it, get into it. Then I'm going to move on. But there's some situations, like I said, that drag on for years um, that uh, you just have to try to balance that yourself. And you know, the ups and downs of that. The other thing that comes up with this is that we have this belief that you're not allowed to complain in the self-help world, shouldn't complain. Um, and what happens is if we keep telling our uh, people that they can't complain, and really what is a complaint? A complaint is an expression of emotion, like this really upsets me, or I, I can't stand this, or I wish this was different. It, it, it's not forever, it's a, a momentary feeling that you should be allowed to express with, especially with your inner circle. It's like I said, again, it just, if you're repetitive with your complaints and you don't talk about the other side, then it's a problem. So you can complain, but you can also look for joy. So if you're having a balance, it's all good. But what happens and a lot of us have this programming is I'm not allowed to complain, which means I'm not allowed to share how I feel. And what happens then is that you get to a point where you don't want to share any feelings at all. And you keep everything inside and you feel isolated and lonely because you feel like you're living an incongruent life. You feel this on the inside, but you're not allowed to share it on the outside because you have to please the people that are your audience. Why? Because the people that are your audience, the people that are here, your partners in your life journey, they have the same thing. So it's okay to have some ups and downs. It's okay to have those experiences that don't have the silver lining. And it is okay to complain because it's not really a complaint. As I said, it's an expression of emotion. Someone just decided to make it a bad thing and call it a complaint, right? I think so. So instead of giving people what you think they want from you, what would happen if you showed up as your authentic self? Would everything fall apart if you were honest and said, I'm really struggling? It wouldn't. Sorry, teary eyes, because I think about how many people right now are struggling and they feel like they don't have a voice that they can't say, oh, I'm struggling or, um, I'm suffering and I don't see the silver lining. So I'm a failure because I can't find the silver lining. And it's big right now in our space. And I'm an empath. So I feel like I, you know, I do pick up on a lot of that uh, big emotion that's around us at the moment. So how would that shift if you had felt like you could give yourself permission and I will say that a lot of people don't have safety in their relationships where they can express that heavy um, emotion. For those of you that have that, I would offer this to you. I would suggest that you get a pen and piece of paper and you write a letter uh, and you don't have to address it to anybody, but you write about what you're feeling. I have had moments in my life, in my life experience, where I, even though I have people all around me, I felt completely alone, but that pen and paper was like this 
path to freedom because I didn't have to audit myself on the paper. My pen was my voice and it allowed me to express my deepest fears, my deepest emotions, and maybe even my anger or sadness or disappointment or any of it. It could be your rage. Write about it. When you write about it, it's very beautiful because it's an expression of yourself. And yourself needs to express in order to make room for new things, to get past those hard, hard, hard things. So do that because it actually works. I mean, there's a ton of research. You can go and Google it. I'm not going to share it with you here on the impact of writing things down and the impact it can have on your mind-body connection. So the, um, the next thing I'd like to share with you is um, you can practice sharing your so-called bad emotions in a productive way. So I think you know most of us have had uh, these sort of emotions role modeled for us in a way that leads people to call it complaining. So what if you tried to share um, your heavy emotions or struggling emotions in a different way rather than like seeming like you're complaining, you could say, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying really hard right now, but I'm facing this challenge and this is how it makes me feel. When you use the words, this is how it makes me feel, you give an opportunity for the person you're conversing with to go, oh, okay. It gives them an opportunity to hear you for one, but two, it allows for maybe a doorway to open for some dialogue where they might say, oh yeah, I've been through something like that and it made me feel like this too. And, you know, it took a little while, but eventually I got through it. So you might be able to get a more realistic, supportive answer back in that communication when you use the words, this is how it makes me feel. Super, super powerful little sentence. And if you're talking to yourself through pen and paper, you can also use that. When this happened to me, it made me feel like I was all alone. It made me feel like everybody else got to live their life freely but me. It made me feel like I had bad luck or whatever you want to say. Say it and get it off your chest. The next thing I would recommend with these types of experiences when you're living them and you know you want to express them but you feel a little bit stuck like you can't get through it and nobody understands the next thing I would ask you to ask yourself ask your spirit is what do I need to know what are you trying to tell me by having me live this experience what do I need to know maybe it's something you need to know about yourself maybe it's something you need to know about somebody you love, or maybe it's something you need to know about humanity in general, about the life's experience, the human experience. I, I don't know what that is. You need to ask that question and sit with the truth of that. Because whatever you hear is the truth for you. Maybe, maybe not my truth, but it's your truth. So super important for you to use that question um, in those situations. You know, the other thing I'd like to add 
with this, there's not always a silver lining, is getting to the point where you understand that it's okay not to be okay, but also that that not okayness doesn't last forever. Just like joy doesn't last forever. It's momentary, up and down, life, till it goes. And so like, let's stop using this sort of tone deaf, canned response to everybody that we come across. Oh, look for the silver lining. Let's please pause, bring that in later. Once you have an understanding of what their experience is, don't start with that line because it's not always applicable, right? And give examples of your own struggle, you know, to help guide them, but not about how you always right away found the silver lining. Because when you start doing that, the person then feels inadequate and they've just shared with you their heart and soul. And then you're like, oh, you shouldn't feel like this. You should feel like that. Pause. Just make space to hear the story. Then the story can change. I'll give you an example um, that comes up often um, that doesn't have to do with health uh, because health is a big challenge where there isn't always a silver lining. Um, it's when people separate and have they divorce and they have um, children. And one of the things that we hear commonly said to mom or dad when the child is um, going, you know, the, they don't have, it's not their week, let's say. You don't have your children that week. And often our friends will say, oh my gosh, okay, make the most of it. You got all this time to yourself. You, you got free time. You can do anything you want. You're so lucky. You got all this time. And meanwhile, the person who you're talking to is shattered because they're not with their kids. Nothing compares to that for them. And so like acknowledge that that's a real thing, that they're really feeling that and let them feel it and say, I know this must be a hard week for you. Do you want to hang out? Such a different, simple response, but such a different emotion and such a different support you offer your friend or your sibling or somebody that you know in your life, maybe a coworker. It shifts everything by allowing them to be where they are. Because stop trying to fast forward through pain because sometimes that pain needs to be slow and steady for you to get everything you need to get out of it as a spirit. Sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes the silver lining takes years to get to. I know that. I've lived that. I bet you you've lived it too. So that's the topic for today because I think the more we can learn to express ourselves authentically as humans, kindly as humans, the better example we will set for our children. Because right now our children are shown a lifestyle that is all about instant gratification. Hide everything you feel, filter it for the internet. And all that suppression, all that making it better without really looking into it before you make it better is causing us to have a massive community breakdown. Mental health is a emergency at the moment. So let's go back to basics and start to be real.
And real means there's life with good and bad. And not everything, not everything has to be all pretty and comfortable. It's in the discomfort that you get to learn who you are. It's in that discomfort sometimes that our resilience just goes through the roof. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about this week. Heavy stuff, I know, I know, but important because I felt like I had to speak up. I feel like I had to speak up for all of the people right now that are just being told that this is all, that everything they're going through, uh, we're all going through it. No, we are not. No, we're not. So I thank you so much for joining me. Please leave any comments below. You can check out our free programs in our on our online school. Links are all below the video. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.